Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss here in studio. Bobby Hebert is at the Silver Slipper Casino and Resort in Hancock, Mississippi, and Saints head coach Dennis Allen is joining us as well. Coach, tough loss to the Detroit Lions, 33-28. to uh, you know, a lot of things went a lot better offensively. Red zone, go to go, things like that. But uh, really, although you had opportunities, it's very tough to overcome uh, a start like that. Twenty-one nothing uh, with eight fifteen to play in the first quarter. Yeah, look, we I said that last night. You know, we we came out and and uh, we got we got punched, you know, punched in the face right there to start the start the game, and um, it was tough for us to come back from, but. You know, I thought our guys thought our guys fought and battled, and and certainly understand there's no participation trophies in our league. But um, you know, our guys battled back against a good team. We gave ourselves a chance to win. We didn't get it done. Now, uh, Coach Allen, I probably asked ask you this. I, I know at least uh, two or three games ago, uh, because you know, I don't know. Uh, is there any magic formula? I mean, you're the head coach. You're trying to motivate the players and. You know, you look at the first 15 plays, uh, you know, especially offensively with scripted, and then you could think maybe what your opponent's going to do and from a defensive standpoint. But I, I look back, uh, starting with that week five loss to the Texans, you've been outscored 130-70 to 70 in the first half, uh, your last seven games. So you say, obviously, that's a big sample size. And then uh, when Montgomery scored in that two-yard touchdown, the fourth time in the last six games, that you've allowed points in the opening defensive drive. How can you keep Carolina from getting off to a fast start? Uh, I mean, because the last seven games, that has not been the case. Yeah, well, look, I think, you know, the big thing is, is we got to come out and we got to execute what we're doing offensively and defensively. Uh, we had an opportunity to get off the field on third down on the first drive of the game this past week. And when you have those opportunities, you got to take advantage of them. You can't give, you know, good teams – uh, second chances, and so um, you know that that was probably the, the the big thing is is you know we've got to be able to execute, and when we get them to third down, we got to be able to get off the field, you know, early on in the game. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, the one thing I wish this was flipped, but it seems like this has been the trend uh, this season. Uh, when you look at uh, the run game, uh, you know, can you run the football? Can you stop the run? And we basically, like, giving up four and a half yards a run, and uh, we gaining three and a half. I mean, is that, that's something I know you have to be disappointed in. We, we've not been better in that regard as far as us being able to run the ball four-plus yards or our run defense. Yeah, certainly, um, you know, we want to win, win the rushing battle. I think that's a big part of being a, being a, a winning football team, and, and we haven't done that enough. And, you know, as I look uh, – you know, offensively, you know, we have some good runs, and yet uh, we'll have a, a, a negative run. Uh, and so the consistency hasn't been there. Same thing defensively. 
you know, we'll, we'll stop the run really, really well. And then, you know, we have a missed tackle and end up giving up a 36-yard gain to a really good runner. But uh, that, you know, you, you you basically eliminate a couple of those negative runs offensively and, and uh, you eliminate a couple of the, uh, the big runs that you give up defensively. And, and you know, we're, 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 we're doing much better. But, um, you know, they all count. And so we got we to gotta just be more consistent on both sides of the ball. Coach, as you look back and, and look at the challenge and maybe even the last few games, Dalton Schultz, Cole Komet, T.J. Hawkinson, and then Sam Laporta, nine targets, nine receptions, 140 yards. The challenge with the, your defense being able to 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 cover uh, tight ends when you kind of when they're kind of not, not the star, but they're certainly a big part of their offenses. Yeah, look, I think uh, this is a matchup league, and and. Um... You know, we've got to we've got to do a better job of trying to match up with the tight ends. And so, uh, you know, obviously you play a team like um, Detroit, who has a lot of different weapons. Uh, you got to make some choices as to you know where you're going to put your resources. Um, and and you know, I, there's a few plays in there that I wish we would have you know devoted a little bit more to uh, to the tight end Laporta, um, but. Look, we have to learn from those mistakes, and we have to try to uh, be better as we move forward. Now, uh, Coach Allen, uh, you know, fans ask me, uh, goes, Bobby, why we can go over in the red zone, then all of a sudden we're 100%. And they mentioned to me, they go, all I know, it seems like when Taysom, and H- Taysom Hill's more involved in the red zone, that we got a better chance uh, maybe to get touchdowns or to have a sustained drive. We're not just selling for field goals. Is that something you get with Coach Carmichael on the offensive staff as far as uh, – because it was definitely um, – th- that's like, uh, you know, night and day. You go 0 for 4 and then you uh, 4 for 4 in the red zone. So when you reflect back, what is the rhyme and reason when you look the success in the red zone, uh, not only uh, lately but throughout the season, whether it's hit or miss or not? Yeah, well, I think the big, the big thing um, in the red area is – we talked about it this past week, and we spent some more time working on the red area. Uh, was that we had to we had to find ways to convert when we had the ball in that twenty yard line to the five yard line area, uh, and then we felt like, man, when we get the ball inside the five, we're pretty effective. Taysom obviously has been a big part of what we uh, when we have success in the red area. He's always been a a big part of that with our football team and. Uh, he was a big part of that uh, this week. But we were able to convert a little bit more. We were able to get ourselves down in inside the five where we've been highly successful in the red area. Coach, you said earlier this week that you probably thought just because of the injuries at wide receiver that Jimmy Graham would, you know, kind of be active. And, you know, the one uh, play, six yards, touchdowns. He's had three plays, uh, you know, this year, two of them touchdowns. I mean, I guess fans would just ask simply, why, why not more of Jimmy Graham? Well, look, I think that's, that's something you always look at every single week is who's going to be up, what can they do, what's the, uh, how many plays are they giving you. Um, and we felt like Jimmy was, was somebody that maybe we could utilize down there in the red area. Obviously, we got a coverage we liked. Uh, Jimmy ran a good route. Derek put a good ball on him, and we, we got the touchdown. So, I think that's something we'll we'll continue to consider as we, uh, you know, finish out the season. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, fans have asked me along those lines of the tight end. 
Because the money that you've invested in Jawan Johnson, is it a case of point or you don't even look at that? Well, we got to make him work out because we invested in him. We brought Foster Morrow. He's one of a favorite, uh, you know, past relationship with Derek Carr. But uh, they don't have the skins on the wall like a Jimmy Graham, who's been unbelievable, one of the best tight ends in NFL history. And then uh, they're taking the approach where well, nothing to write home about with our tight ends right now. You look at the first interception would occurred uh, with Johnson. So why not Jim, give Jimmy Graham more an opportunity down the road or the remainder of the season? Yeah, look, I think that's absolutely a fair question. And uh, that's something that we're going to continue to talk about as a coaching staff. So, uh, you know, I think we brought Jimmy here for a reason. Uh, and, and I think he's somebody that could possibly contribute for us the rest of the season. Got to step aside, take a quick break. This is Mike Hoss with Bobby Bear. This is the Saints Coaches Show, back with Saints head coach Dennis Allen after this on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Stay with us. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. The Saints losers to the Lions on Sunday, but two more home games back-to-back. Carolina first this weekend, then the New York Giants. So still two more home games in this three-game homestand. Uh, Coach, I know you can't, I guess just uh, give us as best of an update as you can on Derek Carr, because when we left, you know, last night, you know, where things, we we understand the concussion protocol, but just kind of where he is uh, elsewhere. Um. Yeah, look, he, he, he was landed on in the game, kind of hurt his ribs a little bit, uh, had a concussion. He's in the protocol. We'll evaluate how he goes throughout the week, you know, and, and we'll see where he's at when we get to the end of the week in terms of what, what his availability will be for this week. Now, uh, Coach, when you, when you think about this, and, um, I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, you handle adversity and all that, but it's amazing how the schedule is, is aligned and how you're still in control of your own destiny. I mean, I truly believe. You look, you got uh, six games left, and three of them are against division opponents. 
You got Carolina coming to town and the Giants, and I know uh, you go at Thursday night against the Rams, then you finish with Tampa Bay and Atlanta. But uh, how do you motivate the team and keep them? Look, it's right there before us. Now we got to go take care of business because, I, I, I mean, I've been part of in the National Football League, nine-game winning streaks, you know, six games, nine games, whatever it might be. You've been a part of when you won a number of games in a row. So when I'm looking at what's, a, what's in front of us, I mean, it's not far-fetched. Considering, I mean, and I'm not trying to downgrade any team or anything, but it's not like, uh oh, uh, well, that's going to take a, a, a significant upset. Like we're playing right now, the Eagles or the 49ers or whoever you might think is amongst the best in the league based on what they've done this season. But I'm, I'm looking at our schedule. I mean, do you tell them why not go in a 5 and 0 run? I mean, I know you got to take it one game at a time, uh, but you still control your destiny and what you're trying to achieve. Going way back in uh, mini camps, OTAs, and even uh, training camp, that it's still right there before you, uh, and how you handle adversity, compartmentalize, and all that. Uh, but uh, the, the, the handful of games you have, handful plus, that you still can control your destiny and be in a position where you win the NFC South. Yeah, Bobby, I think you're exactly right. Um, you know, I think, you know, we've got a stretch of games here that, uh, you know, we have an opportunity. We need to take advantage of the opportunity. Obviously, it starts with one. And so our focus this week is put the best plan we can put together with the players that we have available to us uh, to go win one game against Carolina Panthers. And that's really where our focus is. Uh, we're excited about that opportunity, and we're looking forward to getting back in the Dome and playing. Coach Allen, the one thing, uh, you know, you mentioned this last week, uh, you know, all teams are dealing with injuries, uh, that, that I thought this was significant. Uh, these two players taking advantage of opportunity. You know, Pete Werner got hurt uh, last year, and Kane Ellis took advantage of that. And I'm looking at two linebackers, uh, Nephi Sewell, who ended up having eight total tackles, two tackles for a loss, and also Zach Bond, the only one to come up with a sack. He had a quarterback hurry and a tackle for a loss. So it seems like maybe things could be clicking for Zach Bond, but also a Nephi Sewell taking advantage of that opportunity that he had. Yeah, look, uh, we use Zach Bond a little bit more in terms of the uh, rush plan. You know, with Cam being uh, kind of hobbled a little bit with the ankle, we, we utilized him more as a rusher. He took advantage of that. Had a really nice uh, rush against Panay Sewell, one of the better tackles in our league, to get a sack. Uh, and then I really thought uh, I thought Nephi Sewell played really, really well in the game. His first opportunity to get uh, any significant playing time, uh, and I was really impressed with what he was able to do. So uh, hopefully there'll they'll continue to be some more opportunities for guys that, you know, stepped up and made some plays. Coach, I would imagine it's got to be tough at this stage in the season, uh, you know, being December and what you've been through since August uh, uh, as far as hitting and, and, and practice and things like that are concerned. But how would you evaluate your tackling of late last few games? And, and then really, how does that improve? Yeah, well, look, I, I don't think we tackled as well early in the game this past game. Uh, that, that certainly was an issue. And I thought later in the game against Atlanta, I thought our tackling wasn't quite as good. So, uh, look, we've just got to continue to work on it each and every day, uh, do a better job of putting guys in the exact tackling situations that they're going to uh, face in a game. And yet, you know, 
when you're in December, it's hard to line up and, and say you're just going to tackle on a, on a day-in and day-out basis. You know, we only got uh, really two more days that we can even have padded practices based on the, uh, the rules of the uh, collective bargaining agreement. So it makes it more challenging, but uh, look, everybody's dealing with it. We got to do a better job of tackling certain times of the game. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, looking at uh, Alvin Kamara, whenever you make history in the Saints uniform, uh, his 53rd rushing touchdown of his career, surpassing uh, Mark Ingram. Uh, that's a uh, recent household names. Uh, then you look at also Kamara also broke uh, Marcus Colson's franchise scrimmage yards record. Uh, he had entered the game needing like 67 yards, and then uh, he broke uh, Colson's mark. He finished with 109 yards. So that's pretty much a great accomplishment. And you know what uh, What catches my attention? That when I look at Alvin Kamara for the 48th time in his career, he's had at least 100 yards of scrimmage. His 22nd game with two or more touchdowns. If you look at that yards of scrimmage since 2017, uh, that's a small fraternity. Only Christian McCaffrey's ahead of him. And we all know, come on, Christian McCaffrey with the Panthers and the 49ers, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I think that speaks to uh, the type of player that, that Alvin is. I think he's been uh, one of our most consistent players all year long. Uh, he's running the ball extremely hard. He's done a really good job, you know, getting out of the backfield. We've made, an, we've made a point of emphasis to try to get him the ball a little bit more often. Uh, obviously this year, and, and I think, uh, you know, that, that's, uh, that's benefited us. And, look, Alvin continues to play at a, at a, at a really high level, and, and uh, he's certainly been one of the better players in our program uh, for a long time. Got to take another break. This is the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin, Bobby Hebert, along with the Saints head coach, Dennis Allen. Big weekend of the NFC South. Carolina comes here. Tampa goes to Atlanta. We'll talk about that and more after the break here on the Saints Coaches Show and the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. The Saints in Carolina at noon on Sunday. Then it's the Giants that come to Caesar Superdome. And you know, the Panthers have been through a lot already. They fired their head coach. They're 1-11. Yet they go to Tampa yesterday. They're leading 10-7 in the third quarter. Chuba Hubbard has 100-plus yards, two touchdowns. I mean, these they're 1-11, but there's – they can be. That's one of these dangerous situations when you're facing a team like they got nothing to lose. Uh, you know, they could do a little bit of anything. In fact, they have gone for more fourth downs than in Carolina history. Yeah, look, um, you know, when you watch that game from from yesterday, uh, you obviously saw an increased emphasis on their willingness and 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 want to run the football. And so we understand that that's going to be a big part of uh, you know what we're going to have to do defensively is be able to. You know, stop the run, make them have to get into a drop-back passing game, uh, and then and then defensively, look, they got a lot of players back uh, off the of injury that uh, I think is is really you know going to help strengthen the strength of their team. So uh, you know, we'll have our hands full. You know, uh, Coach Allen, I was looking at, um, and it's amazing because uh, I'm looking at our opponents. And I'm looking at third down defense. I know you're aware of this. Uh, you look at top 10, like Carolina, it was like 35. Everybody's around 35% defense. Carolina, uh, the New York Giants, I'm looking at Atlanta, and then the Saints. It's all uh, four to number eight, all in that range, like 35, 35.5% on third down defense, uh, getting off the field. And then looking at uh, Carolina, another area, 
uh, we've excelled in past defense leaders. Uh, they, they, they've been pretty stout uh, as far as the number of yards they've given up and also uh, total yards. So uh, would you say that when you look at them defensively that they played at times to be winning football, but they haven't gotten it done offensively, but defensively uh, they're way better than a one-win team? Yeah, I would definitely say that defensively that's been the strength of their team. I think they've played exceptionally well uh, defensively, particularly in the passing game. And, look, that's been without some of their key players uh, being available to them. So uh, I, I think they're I think they're well coached defensively. I think they play hard. Uh, I think they've got some really good cover guys. Uh, and they've got a couple of guys up front in uh, Brown and Burns that can really disrupt in the passing game. Now, Coach, uh, when you look at, uh, before we let you run, uh, go to the top of the hour, uh, again, Chris Olave, I thought this was very encouraging. He called and he held in, I should say, uh, five passes, a team high 119 yards, uh, but explosive plays. Four of those catches going for 24 or more yards, so now back-to-back games for him with 100 yards plus for the first time this season. Yeah, look, I think he's played exceptionally well the last two weeks. Uh, One of the things that's been encouraging about uh, his play is some of the run-after-catch that we've gotten out of him I think has been uh, encouraging to see. And, and look, I still think there's some plays down the field that we have an opportunity to to make with him. So I think he's a player that, you know, had a little adversity early on in the year. He responded to that. Uh, We knew that he would uh, be a big part of uh, our ability to have any success offensively, and, and, and he's certainly done that the last couple of weeks. Coach, tough to come into the situation fourth quarter as Jameis did had the thirty yard pass uh, to Olave. I don't know what the what did the film show on the on the final three passes the second and six third and six fourth and six all incompletions all very close. Um, I mean, is that a, an indication? It's just a guy that's not getting the, the number of reps every week that that a Derek Carr would. Or just tell me about those final three plays. Yeah, probably a little bit of. Uh... Look, just timing and, and, and being able to work with those guys. I mean, uh, all, all of those passes were, were close and potential completions were just a little bit off on them, you know. And so I think that's the challenge that you, that you face when uh, the backup quarterback comes into the game is just having that continuity with the receivers. You know, Coach Allen, when I look at it, the one thing, uh, you know, how can you affect the opposing quarterback and the QB rating? Um, you know, uh, when you're really getting it done, you know, you want to be around 100, like Jerry Goff was 117 and a half. But overall, we've only given up like 74 and a half. So that has to continue. And considering uh, the quarterbacks you're facing coming up with Bryce and, uh, I don't know, you got Danny DeVito playing with the Giants or uh, whatever. So I, I, I think that we should be able to have success against the opposing quarterbacks because it does matter who you're playing. Now, come December 21st, Right before Christmas, Thursday night, uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, come on. He's a Super Bowl winner. But I'm just looking at what's coming up. you got to challenge the defense. that we got to dominate uh, these opposing quarterbacks considering maybe they're struggling this year. Yeah, look, I, I think that's, that's always been our, our mindset in terms of being able to play really good pass defense. Um, we've always been a team that, that – you know, gets up and challenges receivers. We play a lot of man-to-man, a lot of press coverage, um, and and I expect that that's going to continue. You know, we're going to have to do a great job of affecting the routes on the line of scrimmage, uh, make all the completions have to be contested throws, 
um, and, and see if they're able to, uh, you know, make the throw and the catch in a contested environment. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time. Not easy times, but five weeks left and three of those games at home. Good luck with Carolina and the Giants and uh, get something going like you did last year, a little, little streak going towards the end. Awesome, guys. Appreciate it. Let's pause 10 seconds to let stations identify themselves here along the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints radio network. When we come back, we will talk with Marcus Robertson, played in the NFL for 12 years now. He's a first-year coach, at least first year as a secondary coach for the Saints. We'll talk with him coming up next here on the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints radio network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss is along, along with Bobby Bear at the Silver Slipper Resort and Casino in Hancock, Mississippi. And we're now joined by Saints secondary coach Marcus Robertson, 12 years in the NFL, 16 years as a coach, his first year uh, as the Saints secondary coach. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks. Thank, thanks for having me. You bet. So, uh Initially, just talk about the the challenge uh, of having to go against anybody in the NFL without a Marshawn Lattimore, and then without a Marcus May. And and I know we'll talk get more in depth with other players and and other things that happen. But just the challenge that not having those two guys on the field possess. Uh, well, well, it's obvious it's a, it's, a, it's very difficult to replace uh, players of that magnitude, especially uh, when you think about. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, who's one of the uh, top corners in the in the NFL, um, but I think you know when we uh, go into training camp or going to you know the draft or free agency and things of that nature, we try to build a roster that's going to give us the ability to you know to maintain uh, or be able to hold up. And I think one of the things that we got here is that we have. Uh, some guys that are committed, some talented guys that just so happen to be backing those guys up, and they understand kind of what the, they understand exactly what the standard is. And for the most part, when you see them go in, uh, it's an opportunity for them to not only play up to that standard, but raise that standard as well as it's an opportunity of a lifetime for them to, to go out there and, and, and um, showcase their talent and abilities as well. 
Now, uh, Coach Robinson, fans have asked me to go, uh, well, Bobby, uh, boy, it sure sell, it seems like, uh, boy, our secondary, uh, that we don't have enough discipline with our uh, tackling ability. As far as when you look giving up like chunk plays or splash plays, like uh, Laporta's averaging basically 16 yards a catch. St. Brown uh, right at uh, 25 yards a catch. And then uh, and I know you want to eliminate those splash chunk plays, but what in the hell at times going on without tackling? Now, I, I know in training camp, the way the rules are, I mean, even OTA's minicamp, I don't know if you really tackle. You know, they might butt up one another, but I, I think at times we, we've left a lot to be desired as far as our tackling on the back end. Uh, you know, and, and I'll answer that question from a, from a former pers- uh, player's perspective as well as a coaching perspective. Um, obviously, uh, when especially when you get uh, guys of this magnitude, of this type of ability on the second level, uh, it's, it's very difficult to get them on the ground. So that's something that we uh, continuously work on day in and day out uh, to emphasize uh, being able to run, gather, uh, get to the near hip, stay on the near shoulder, things of that nature, the vice tackle, the wrap and rolls. And obviously we try to implement some of the safety uh, uh, um, uh, ways to tackle so that you don't injure, injure yourself in those particular situations. But um, it's a difficult thing, and I would agree. We've got to do a much better job of it. It is, it is frustrating to see guys running um, uh, um, over the field and us in some situations unable to get them on the ground. But it's not just a, a, a Saints issue. That's an NFL issue. And now, now Coach Robertson, uh, how about the fans' assessment? Uh, you know, when you see players taking that next step, and I, I would agree with this, uh, kind of at a Pro Bowl level, uh, and uh, Paulson Adebo and how active he's been. He, he led the team with tackles with eight. He had a pass defendant, also individual tackles with six. But they've told me, uh, like, and, and I've observed this also, that Alante Taylor, I mean, uh, I, I think uh, we saw a big splash from him last year, uh, but he's been getting exploited at times this season so far. Uh, compared now, he's different responsibility when on the slot and what y'all asking him to do. Now, he had three total tackles, but it seems like he's involved with a lot of negative highlights uh, that he's in that picture. Um, well, I, you know, when, when you think about uh, taking a young player who um, – you know, is accustomed to playing on the outside part of the field and you put him in a slot. That's one of the most difficult positions to play uh, in this league. And the 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 simple fact of it is, is that he actually has the ability to do it. And he's kind of, you know, he's kind of, I think he's doing okay. Obviously, it could be better. But he's going to grow into being a very good player, both on the inside and outside. And it's just he just needs a little bit more time on task in that particular situation. But Alante is going to be fine, trust me. Coach has has Jordan Howden been? I don't. I hate to even use the word surprise, but a, a pleasant surprise. He's a fifth rounder uh, out of Minnesota, but he got some playing time early because of Marcus May's suspension. And played again yesterday, third on the team with tackles, also had a quarterback hit. Just kind of give me a sense of, of kind of his progression for maybe what you thought you had and, and what you have now, uh, you know, 12 games in. Um, uh, Jordan Halen is uh, – he's, he's a solid, solid football player. Um, um, he does it right. Um, he 
pays attention to detail. Um, he seems to be in the right place, though. although at times he tries to be too perfect. You know, you get on the field as a rookie and you don't want to make any mistakes and things of that nature, and they kind of slow you down when you kind of uh, uh, either don't want to pull the trigger too fast or just want to be sure of yourself instead of just going out there, trusting in your ability and things of that nature. So he's going to he, – he's growing uh, each and every day. It, it is uh, a pleasant surprise that we've had an opportunity to get him on the grass, and he's he's played well for us um, in, in, in Marcus May's absence. So we just hope he continues to grow, and uh, I, I believe that he fully will as time goes on. Now, uh, Coach Robinson, I want you to elaborate on him because the fans, I think, bang for your buck. Uh, they've definitely been uh, pleased with him. Isaac Yadam. I mean, I look at uh, what he's done. Now, he's a six-year veteran. Uh, you know, uh, he came from the Titans and all that. But uh, whether you're talking about on special teams or even called upon, uh, you know, dealing with injuries, he's playing regular defense, that, that's truly a diamond in the rough. Uh, Isaac Yadam, what he brings uh, game in and game out, and you could count on him. Uh, yeah, so Isaac's one of the ones I was talking about who, uh, you know, provides us some depth at the cornerback position. Uh, also, uh, um, I believe a top-shelf special teams player. Uh, he's a guy that I actually drafted in uh, in Denver when I was in Denver, um, simply because uh, he's he's – He's, he's what I call a long foul ball. Uh, he's got nice length, uh, good feet, um, and, he, and, he, and he's a hard worker. And so those are the type of guys that you look for. And, and, and right now, you know, he, he's paying off uh, being a backup for us, stepping in with, uh, with Marshawn being out, and uh, he's playing well for us. He's one of the guys I talk about that um, when they try to get on the field, they try to raise the standard of play as opposed uh, to just play at that standard. And I would imagine you were probably one of these guys when you played for certainly 12 years, Houston, uh, Tennessee, Seattle. Uh, you know, when, when things get tough, you need defensive leader, offensive leaders as well. You need locker room guys so that this team does not get lost. And you're still five games to go. Uh, does this team have the people in the locker room so that they, that Coach Allen doesn't lose this team, so to speak? Uh, I definitely believe so. I mean, that's one of the things that attracted me to uh, to come here to New Orleans is the simple fact that um, this organization, this current team that we have right now, um, it's built right. Uh, we're 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 in, we're in a good position, and we just got to keep. You know, DA used the words chopping wood the other day, and we just got to keep stay focused. Um, for us on defense, go to work. All right, put in the work, and and the results will come. The results will come. We're doing. Uh, some positive things, and we just need to continue to continue to get better in certain aspects and certain situations, and the ball's going to fall our way. We'll be fine. Now, um, you know, Coach Robinson, um, you know, what would you – is this a fair assessment or maybe uh, you'd say, uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, I look at uh, Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew and uh, Marcus May. They have five interceptions total. So uh, they've been productive, but uh, I just go back uh, the consistency. What I uh, witnessed in the past. Now your team never stays the same, but to me they've done well. But they're still not on the level level of uh, more Marcus Williams and Malcolm Jenkins was here. And you see, fans can remember that. That's not that long ago. That that duo safeties and how they went hand in hand. 
that maybe Marcus May and Tyron Matthew hasn't been on that level, even though we've been able to intercept the football, but not uh, maybe as consistent as maybe uh, how you count on Marcus Williams or uh, with Malcolm Jenkins when they were playing? Well, I think um, uh, one of those things is that uh, 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 Marcus Williams and – Jenkins had opportunity to play together for how long was that? Was that three, four, possibly five years, if I'm not mistaken? To each other like the back of their hand. I mean, it was like they could just look yeah, at each I mean, other so, and knew what I they mean, were I, doing. <laughs> I guess so what I'm trying to say is, if I'm not mistaken, I think both of those guys have stepped in here last year, coming in through free agency, um, had an opportunity uh, to get on the grass together for the first time last season. Um there's been some situations where May's been out, so they've been lacking a little bit of the continuity that you like to see. But I believe that they're headed in the right direction, um, and we just gotta we just gotta get them on the field more often. And that that's what you'll see is you'll continue to see them uh, improve as a tandem uh, day in and day out as they continue to play more and more together. In my opinion. Well, Coach Robertson, we appreciate your time. As we said with Coach Allen, these are not easy times. And to have to come on the radio and, and, and answer some of these questions, not not a lot of fun. But, hey, there's five games left and still a lot of things in front of you. And we appreciate taking the time tonight. All right. Thank you. And thanks for having me. You bet. St. Secondary Coach Marcus Robertson will let Bobby go. Bobby, as always, thank you, my friend. All right, Hawes. When we come back, we will bring in Mike Dettelier, talk about the NFC South, talk about Monday night football. That was going to be a much different game probably a few weeks ago than it is tonight, but still. And what's to play for for the Saints with five games to go, two of the next three at home. We're back after this. This is the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss, as we go back out to the Silver Slipper Casino in Hancock County, Mississippi, and Resort, where Mike Dettelier rejoins us. And, Mike, man, it's just – I feel like, you know, it's a little bit of groundhog days. You look at this NFC South situation, Atlanta 6-6, six and six, Tampa and New Orleans both 5-7, and seven, and then Carolina, you know, that we know has struggled. Uh, we'll probably learn a lot this weekend, right? Carolina comes to New Orleans, and then Tampa – uh, goes to uh, Atlanta. Atlanta already won in Tampa back in October, sixteen to thirteen. So, a lot, lot. I won't say can be decided, but we'll learn a lot more this weekend. Man, listen, uh, Mike. I'll be honest with you. Watching Tampa uh, defensively, they they really good. I mean, they got some talent on that side to football. Now, offensively, they sort of struggle because sometimes they don't run the ball well. Uh, but man, you know. You got to admit, Baker Mayfield's played a lot better than I think most people thought when they signed him. They they thought, you know, that maybe even Trask could beat him out there, and and he's played pretty well at times this year, and uh, he's got a lot of grit to him. I, I give him credit because uh, people were fixing to throw dirt on him that he was a going pecan, but he has really kind of kept them in there offensively, limited, and they've never been the same since they lost Ryan Jensen at center. 
uh, two years ago. Never has been the same on offense. That guy was so good at that center position. Last year they were 8-9, won the division, but they gave up a lot of pressure from the interior and still do today. But uh, I think Baker has, has played well. Be interesting to go up against Atlanta, who at times back and forth. A real physical game yesterday against the Jets. Man, the Jets can play defense. They just can't score at all. Uh, it's awful to watch them on the offensive side, the football. But, man, their defense, you know you play the game after you walk away from playing the Jets on defense. Yeah, well, we flipped it on, and I'm like, and Deuce goes, well, Trevor Simeon's a quarterback for the Jets. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I mean, I, I, it took me by surprise. I watched the final couple of series, and it was it was not pretty. No, not, not at all. And their offensive line is – that's why – you know, it was a long shot. I think people were trying to hold up. And maybe it was to give them a little hope that maybe Aaron Rodgers could come back this year. But I wouldn't play Aaron Rodgers behind that offensive line. Uh, man, they really bad. They really bad. They give up a lot of pressure. And they got some skilled people. It's just that, like I'm a big believer in, you got to have a star quarterback to win in this league. But also, you got to be strong in the trenches. The Jets are really good defensive line-wise. Offensive line, they're not very good at all. This is, you know, there's no, there's no other place to do this in the show, so I apologize. But I do want to throw a little shout-out to, to Nick Piazza. And if I'm mispronouncing his last name, I apologize. He was the chain crew guy yesterday uh, that got hurt. I mean, I say hurt. Fractured fibula, a dislocated knee. We got some news this afternoon from the Saints' Doug Miller that his blood vessels are intact. But again, Broken fibula, dislocated knee, and he'll probably have some surgery next week. So, man, it's it's you don't realize the speed of the game until you're down on that field. And people go, I don't understand how that can happen. I totally can see how that can happen. I have not seen it and will not see it uh, because it was not shown in the stadium. But, man, just a, just a shout-out to Nick and, and, what, and hopefully just some better times ahead for him. I wish uh, Nick a full and healthy recovery from that. I was on a college sidelines, and I saw a guy get wiped out, a hole in the chain. He did not see what was had come behind him, and he got rolled over, broke his leg. I mean, it, it was awful to see, uh, but it can happen, and sometimes you just got to drop it and get out of the way, but sometimes if you don't see it, you can't get out of the way. And you can get hurt. People say, oh, uh, it's not as physical as it used to be. They got people in the chain gang getting hurt, holding the, the sticks. No, listen, they got guys there that can run at a speed that's unbelievable. And, Mike, you've been there before. To hear these hits from the sideline, it's a lot different from in the stands or on TV. It sounds like a four-car collision every time this play goes on. Every snap, yeah, no it sounds like a four-car collision. It is. The speed of the defenses has changed so dramatically in the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. I mean, the offenses as well, but the defenses, like you say, are the, the, the athleticism on the edges of both sides of the football has made it those areas just ex- extremely more dangerous. This was a few years back at Louisiana line camp. We had Brian Flores there. Brian was running the defense for the Patriots before he became the head coach with the Dolphins. And, you know, they got a lot of defensive people there, and they were complaining and whining and moaning about all the rules is on the offense, and we don't get a break. And Brian stood up on a chair, and he said, I'm going to tell all of y'all to shut up. Either we fix it or we're going to be in a mess for a long time. We need faster players. We need to adjust. We need to become better situational. And we need to do, get after the quarterback and, and hit him legally. But when we get our shot, we take our shot. 
And I think about that. That was probably five years ago. And look at the defenses today. How they've adjusted in that five or six year period to what looked to be a wide open NFL with a ton of scoring all across the board. Mike scoring's down this year, the last two years. And I think that's because of the athletes you have on the defensive side of the football and their ability to run. Those front seven guys. Linebackers look different today. Okay? Yeah. They don't look like Pat yeah, Swilling, Avon. Uh, you know, they, they look like kind of pumped up safeties but man can they run and they pop you and so again it's it's a changing nfl but i'll never forget brian flory's kind of standing up and saying hey y'all can complain all you want we better fix it and if you look across they haven't fixed it in college football but boy i think they've come close to to matching up in the nfl Cincinnati at Jacksonville tonight, Monday Night Football. Cincinnati 5-6, and six, of course, without Joe Burrow. Jacksonville 8-3. and three. They've won seven of their last eight, but Jacksonville's aware of what happened last year. They watched Tennessee lose their final seven and allowed them to win, and they've got Indy and Houston right behind them at 7-5. and five. So it's not the game we probably anticipated a few weeks ago, oh. but it's got a lot of interest. Yeah, because of Joe Burrow not playing. Right. And uh, I told this to Bob that uh, Jacksonville sent out the little sheet. And their deal was the last time they played on Monday Night Football, uh, Trevor Lawrence was 12 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Just think of that. He was 12 years old last time they played on Monday Night Football. Jacksonville's explosive. They play pretty well on the defensive side, the football. Uh, Man, I give Doug Peterson a lot of credit. He's done a fantastic job changing that team around and the culture in one year. Now he's in year two with it. Yep. All right, Michael, as always, my friend, appreciate your insight and your time. Thank you. Appreciate it, Hoss. Mike Dettelier and Bobby Bear from the Silver Slipper Resort and Casino in Hancock County, Mississippi. My thanks to Charlie Long in the booth tonight. This has been the Saints Coaches Show. Thanks for listening. It's the Carolina Panthers and then the Giants next week. Listen in here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.